Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro, where we discuss all things music, the business of music, and making your mark as an independent artist. We're glad you're here. So let's get this show started. All right, welcome to another great and informative episode of Musically Speaking, the podcast. Now, my name is Pedro. And my name is Lewis. And and today we're going to talk about branding. Artist branding. Artist branding. Yeah, not just any, you know. Good topic. And it's important because, you know, who are you? I mean, there's a gazillion artists out there. There's so much to absorb and take in. And, you know, Lewis, we're, we're doing that ourselves. We're, we're As we go through these episodes, we're trying to figure out you know, podcast branding, you know, and it's all kind of somewhat encompassing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you're out in the media, you need to have a brand. You need to have, I mean, I studied this yeah. in college and, you know, it's kind of like when, who do you represent and how do you represent yourself? But it's so much easier now to have a brand and push it as opposed to maybe in the past when you went into a room and, they said, we're going to make you look like whatever. And they gave right. you like a, a backstory. Uh, I mean, I think the the worst example of this is Vanilla Ice. Mm. <laughs> okay. You know, instead of him saying, you know, I am Robert Van Winkle and this is about, no, like, we're going to make you this. Yeah, yeah. And they, they put that. To, but now you can kind of do that yourself and then. And somebody, control it. Yeah. And somebody's yeah. knocking on your door. And they're exactly. like, we like that. Right. You know? Right. And they say, you know, and, and especially in this business now, first impression is everything. Yeah, and, you know, the only problem, I think, with something like that is once you go that path and it works, be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because it's going to be really hard to kind of change or redefine yourself unless you do it right. A-Rod is a good example of that Yeah, as a baseball player, right? Yeah. I mean, he was known as a baseball player, blah, blah, blah. He goes through some trouble, and he rebranded himself, and he changed. You know, in the music business, uh, Madonna did it a ton. You know, she changed and went along with with how things went. Uh, I think Jay Z is another pretty good example, just because in hip hop it was like, "This is who I am," and then life passed you by and you were done. But yeah, he yeah. managed to have a career that's spanning decades by branding himself differently. I mean, obviously Jay Z, who came out earlier, that's not Jay Z today. Come yeah, on. no, for <laughs> sure. You can tell by the pictures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, reasonable doubt Jay Z is reasonable doubt Jay Z. That was that. Right, time, right. but 444 Jay Z. I mean, obviously, if they two met each other, probably reasonable doubt Jay Z would punch 444 in the face. Yeah, yeah. But, but he, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, he's he's grown and sexy now, so that's you know. Yeah. But that's how do you? That's basically the lesson here. How do you become grown and sexy? <laughs> and, it's important, man. It's important. I think, especially in this day and age, look, social media is everything. Right? It is. It's all encompassing, and you what you put out. Uh, defines you you know in, in some sort of way and, and let me not say define you in who you are as a person but what you are portraying right that's what folks are going to see yeah creating a brand is all about and you can be genuine it's this if that's who you are i mean cardi b is who she is that's right and in her social media pages she's unapologetic right. but you know what it works because that's what people want to see and and that works when you have other artists who, uh, you know, Eminem is the type of artist that on his social media, it's pretty bland. Let's yeah. be real here. Yeah. It's just like, I'm promoting this. 
And that, but you know what I would like to see Eminem do? Yo, show me your crib. Show me what you're doing. Like, you know, I'm thinking about my daughter. Like, I want you to tweet stuff that makes me feel like I'm connected to you. And when you're branding and using social media, you want to not overshare, but you want to connect with your audience. Right, absolutely. And each platform is just a little different. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up because there are vehicles to do that, right? So let's talk about the big three, right? The big three in, in the social media game. Of course, Facebook being probably the, the biggest one. Yeah. Um, you got you Instagram. Got, you got Instagram and Twitter. Twitter. Right? Twitter's still alive. Absolutely. Twitter Twi- is a, a big Twi- platform. Twitter is is huge. It's the, the issue with Twitter, I guess we'll start with Twitter, is the lifespan is short. Yeah, exactly. 15 minutes is the average for a tweet. And unless you tweet at a time where it's going to catch on, uh, you're, you're going to miss it. However, I think it is important to tweet. Because that's where you can put things that you are interested in, and if it no it doesn't catch on, it doesn't. You know, you could put links on there. You can put promotional stuff, and you can kind of bombard it a little bit. Yep, yep. And there, there's a whole strategy and science to that, right? So they say, you know, images. You know, tweeting images is is key. Um, a lot of folks gravitate to that. Um, being consistent. So you know, tweeting at least between eight to 12 times a day. That's important. Yeah, it's yeah. important to do, you know, and there, and there are tools out there. So for example, there's a tool out there called Hootsuite um, where you can schedule your tweets. So you can sit down, you know, on a Monday and write out all your tweets that you want to release on Tuesday and, 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 and they'll sporadically schedule them across the day in terms of what are the most peak times where folks are kind of tuning tuning into Twitter. So things like that are important to you so that you can stay consistent because consistency is the name of the game in Twitter. Yeah, and you want to also make sure that you're tweeting when people are going to kind of be looking at it. I mean, don't tweet late at night. Twitter's not for that. Right. You want to tweet when people are kind of taking a bit of a break. It works maybe during the the lunchtime portion of wherever you are right. or wherever your fans are that time frame is good right. uh maybe early evening but you and and it's always good if you have a website if you have articles if you have something that you're promoting you know some sort of album or something tweeting the link on there once a day or twice a day doesn't hurt at all absolutely because you're not it's your tweets are like a gazillion a second so Putting that out there, the 15 minutes while it's out there that somebody might be watching it, that's good. That's it. Twitter is is key for that. I mean, Facebook right now, it's... Facebook is very... Uh, they like take care of their own, right? So they, they're not big fans of you linking YouTube videos, for example. They That's what well, they that, have. Yeah. Facebook, well, Facebook video for that. Well, Facebook is a, a bit of... A, they're, they're, they're kind of jerky with their style, right? Because uh, the way... Facebook works in a sense is if somebody's doing something different, we're just going to copy it and take it for our own. And they don't allow you to, you know, they don't share. So YouTube, obviously owned by Google, they ain't going to mess with that. So don't put that, you know, I mean, so they're, they're, they're a little, you know, there's some beef there, you know, for sure. You put a, you put a Facebook link on Twitter and it's, it's not going to embed. So there's, there's these issues there. However, Facebook does have, uh, some some sort of importance to it and in the way that you can actually create a a place where you can maybe have like a fan fan page fan right. page correct yep where be you, part of a group 
yeah, uh, or start a group. Um, and and Facebook allows you to also purchase Facebook ads where you kind of increase the visibility of a specific post. That's that's important there. The the ability to do advertising on Facebook is key. Yeah, I've done it because it it really helps get your get you out there at times when you don't they know they have the, they have a ton of information. Absolutely. And so you can, and you can target your audience. You can say I yeah. want to reach this age group to this age group this uh you know females or males or with these these type of interest um so you can really target who your audience is and just increase your chances for views or clicks um on your content so that that's key and that's important because if you are an artist and you say look i really the music i'm making is for you know people 25 to 44 you know living in this area cuz right. that's where i'm from exactly then you target that yes absolutely and it's not expensive you know you can you can you can run ads for four or five days for five bucks. You know, yeah. it just depends on, on how aggressive you want to go. And an advertising campaign, look, I did advertising in public relations in college, and this was unheard of at the time. This is great. If you are an up-and-coming artist, I know that you're probably half-starving. So this is important because you're investing in yourself. Absolutely. And you're not, you know, it's not really hurting you. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, $10 and, and yeah. somebody's doing all the work for you. For I mean, sure. Why not? Know, just, just no ha- brainer. Yeah, just don't have like a super long ad. You know, make it quick. Have a nice picture. Yeah. Uh, don't put a lot of words on your on your on your pictures. Yeah. That Facebook yeah. doesn't like yeah. that. Uh, but something simple like if you have a, a a performance, you got a show going on in a certain town. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You want people from that town to know that you're gonna be there or whatever. That's that's what Facebook is good make for. Make that investment. Look, they say everyone everyone's on Facebook, right? Everyone who knows anyone is on Facebook. So, you know, take advantage of it, man. It's it's a social media juggernaut that's giving you an opportunity to exploit their their audience and their and their membership. Yeah, know? and another good part to Facebook is that you can start your page and then get people that you know to kind of join in just to build that base. And then from there you advertise to their friends like you know, it gives you a, a platform to start. You know, Twitter, you're kind of out in the wilderness. Yeah. And it takes it takes a long time. Yeah, it does take a long time. Even even to build to build your followership, you know that and, and let me let me go back to that for a second, because I think one of the misconceptions was that, you know, the more followers you have, the more popular you are and the bigger reach you have, right? So there's folks who go out and buy followers for Twitter. Hey, it may look great on the surface. This guy has 10,000 followers. But if you are an artist, it doesn't mean you're reaching 10,000 people, right? There is no real benefit to you in, in the real sense. 10,000 fake fans are not going to buy your records. They're not going to go to your shows. They're not going to share your content. They're just going to be there to represent a number of your imaginary popularity. So think about that when you're doing that. Yeah, and I think that though that follower situation became an issue when artists themselves were looking to shop around or get themselves signed to a label. Right. These these head honchos were like, well, how many follows do you have? Exactly. Not knowing very well that talent is talent, man. Right. You know, if you got something that is going to work for you, then cultivate that talent. Exactly. Don't worry about those followers. The followers will come. And I think that that created that environment where people were buying followers, even to the point where established artists yeah, I heard were those looking stories. at others and saying, yo, how come they got 500,000 followers and I don't have it? I mean, big time artists. Yeah, yeah. Who probably don't need that number, but they were so obsessive about it. I think we're, we, you know, ever since the whole, you know, Russia thing and the United States and all these bots and all that stuff. I yeah. mean, Japan has a lot of that bot stuff and, you know, 
I think that really they really started kind of cracking down on that, and actually the Twitter scrubs every once in a while. Yeah, they do like a ridiculous spring cleaning. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, then they'll come after you. Yeah, that's not guaranteed. You can buy ten thousand followers, but sooner or later that'll catch up to you, and Twitter will catch up to you, and they'll get rid of those followers. Yeah, and so the the lesson here is don't do that. You know, really get cultivate what you have. Yeah, get some real followers. It's better to have fifty people that exist. That buy your records, that go to your shows, that support you, then then or read your stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, I I have probably less than a thousand followers uh, on Twitter at Freestyle Chulo, by the way. <laughs> go go and please or at at Lewis Martin Music. Yeah, man, and go follow us. But you know what? And it, it one thing I really want to point out also when you're doing Twitter, find your voice, man. Know what know what you want to talk about because you don't have to talk about everything. Sometimes people are all over. Yeah, you know, my Twitter is. I'll tell you right now, my Twitter is a couple of things. One, lots of news articles because I want people to read. Reading is fundamental. Uh, okay, uh, lots of sports. So if you're into the Mets, Jets, Nick, anything New York City, pretty much except the Islanders, they stink. You know, forget the Nets, but a lot of sports. So I, I and, and some opinion. I stopped doing opinions in there because, like you said, you know, it's 15 minutes. Nobody cares. But sometimes I do it just real quick. Yeah, I have like a little rant on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And somebody reads it, and I, I didn't know they read it. <laughs> but that's that's what it is, you know. Find out who you are. Yeah. If you like, if you like cats, you might not, you might be an artist, but you like cats. Put cat stuff up there. Be like, yo, well, just because you know what, people are gonna be like at your show. Yo, I like cats too, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> nah, good call. Good call. And yeah. I think I think like for for my example for Lewis Martin music, I, I think I have around. 3,000 followers or so. You know, I focus a lot on on kind of what we do here. You know, sharing articles on music, on, on, on business tips, what's popular in terms of music. You know, I love to retweet. I do a lot of retweeting. I think it's important to share, you know, some of what I like with other folks. I enjoy getting on Twitter um, as much as I can, you know, and, and do I do take advantage of Hootsuite um, and schedule out tweets so that, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't have to be in front of my phone to do that, you know, I can have a bot kind of do that work for me. So yeah, I think Twitter's a great platform, but like you said, you know, it's it's uh, it's quick, it's fast, so you know, spend quality time on it when you do. Do some great articles, quick, you know, uh, in, informative, um, and and on things you like, and you know, and and think pe- folks will gravitate to that, and you'll start getting some some good followers. Yeah, and and for for reference, the the Twitter handle for our show, the podcast is uh, at. MSLP podcast. So check that out. Yep, for sure. Please at, follow us at MSLP podcast. And, and we we'll put, follow you back. We put a lot of articles on there about music, you know, stuff that we might have discussed here on the show or not, you know, because, you know, music, things move very quickly. Yeah, for sure. So we put on stuff there and then we might touch upon it on the show. Uh, a lot of links to uh, stuff that we might put on the blog. Yep. Links to the podcast themselves. So that way, if you want to. We want a quick reference. Yo, I'm listening to this dope podcast, and you can't remember, you know, check our Twitter. Be like, oh, here's the link. Yeah, for sure. So it works really well. Uh, I think the other one, obviously, from the big three, you're looking at Instagram. Yes, That is hot right now. Super hot. Hot. I'm not going to front. I dumped Snapchat for Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Once once Facebook stole that video concept, it was a rap. (laughs) A super rap. But Instagram... You got to be careful with Instagram because it's really hot right now and there's many ways that you can use it. You got to use it right or you're going to get lost in the shuffle. Absolutely. It's it's super visual. It's it's uh everything visual. And there's two big parts to it. 
Because what I like about Instagram is that they took a concept that I really uh, did not feel so kind of cool with. I mean, I'm a big, I'm pictures, but I was like, ah, I don't really care so much for it. You know, I'm not a visual person right. like that. But then they took that part where Snapchat was like, yo, quick things. I, that's how I am. Mm, okay. I'm quick. I'm gonna put some crazy stuff up there, and if you didn't see it in those 24 hours, deuces. You're talking about Instagram stories? Yeah. Ah, okay. okay. IG stories is amazing, and a lot of people have. Instagram. I haven't used it, so t- tell me about it. How's it's, it work? Instagram stories is basically you have these little snippets of videos, and they're up for 24 hours, and they're available to your followers, or if you have a public profile, it's available to the public, and you could put. You can put in, uh, hashtags on there. Okay. You can actually tag other people on there. They made it very easy to record video and add it on there later. So I do that a lot because I have a really crappy phone. So I just record stuff and then okay. I put it on there later. But the thing about the stories is it's a story and you get 24 hours. Mm, okay. Instagram, you know, the pictures are permanent. They're right. pretty much up there. Right. So if there's a particular event or a really cool picture you want to take, you put that there. Make sure that it shows kind of your style. Right. You know, who you are. Nice, cool, good pictures. I mean, right now these cell phones take excellent pictures. Yeah, so, yeah, no excuse. So you you have, you know, take some nice quality photos that you put on Instagram, telling people what you're up to, what you're doing. Right. Whether it's you're on vacation or you're in the studio. I love pictures of people working. Yep. Uh, a lot of people do that. The stories are just like, just moments that you're doing if you're at an event or you just want to, just talk about something yeah. that works really well. So uh, some artists gravitate towards one or the other, but having Instagram give you that option really kind of took inst- took Snapchat took yeah. Snapchat really down. Yeah, yeah. Well, talking talking about IG and 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 making the connection with artist branding, a good friend of mine in the business, his name is Jordan Criddle. He he uh he came up with some advice uh, about you know what to look for as an artist, how to approach using IG, right? To exploit your your, your business, your music. Um, it's very important that you treat IG um, as your face, right? The face of your business, the face of your brand. So what you don't want to do on IG is fill it up with a lot of fluff or, you know, things that are not related to your music. If you have a music-related IG account, then then make it that. that. That is your branding. That is who you are. And that's what represents you. So if you have a fan, a potential fan, or someone who wants to work with you, goes and visits your Instagram, the last thing you want is for them not to take you seriously. Yeah. I mean, think of it like this. Think of Instagram as a virtual portfolio. When a photographer comes and, you know, when I went to go get married, I went to see a photographer. His book didn't have a bunch of memes on it or some silly pictures. It was professional. Right. You know, I had to choose somebody that was going to give me what I was looking for. So if you have fans who are visual, when they go to that Instagram, they want that visual has to be who you are, a reflection of you. IG stories, you could be a little more bug out on IG stories because guess what? It's gone. Yeah, you're right. So be smart there. You know, the IG, that's the permanent side. Right. But you could be silly and bug out. And also what IG has been doing is if there's a particular Instagram story that you feel is very important, maybe you in the studio doing some work or a particular vacation or something that you feel should stay, you can highlight that. Mm, And they can see it later. So there's a lot of ways that you can go. And Instagram right now, uh, I think, is, is one of the hottest. But each of those three have very, very important components 
to to build your brand. Yep, and, they, and like like we said, they're all part of your branding. So invest in yourself. Take quality pictures. You know, there's no excuse to take really garbage pictures that are blurry or that are, are not clear. Take quality pictures. Invest in yourself. Making sure that what you're putting out is part of your brand. And, and your first impressions are everything. It's very important that you pay attention to this. It's important to have a website, your own website, of course. But if you're taking advantage of social media, um, social media is everywhere and reachable everywhere. So you want to make sure you're putting your best foot forward. Yeah, I mean, websites are important, especially if you are, you know, selling a product. Right. You know, if you want to put some video out there, you know, uh, obviously YouTube is important. We're not going to forget about YouTube, but that one's a little more challenging. You, yeah. You're going to you're going to need to really put some work in there for YouTube. Uh, but uh, again, having a website is also important. Have a good website. Just but if you don't have time for that, if you want to just get yourself going, the social media is a great place to start. Uh, I would also recommend that you check out uh, specifically a Twitter accounts and uh instagram accounts that you like what is it that you like about them yeah, why do you yeah. go why do you check them out you know what kind of content are they putting out you yeah know, yeah exactly what makes them unique what makes them attractive for you to go and check them out right. and, and back to your point you know why do you visit some of your favorite uh artists their instagram accounts what do you look for you know you want to see them working. You want to see them in the studio. You want to see them at home. What does their crib look like? You know, uh, what do they do on their downtime? You know, those are the kind of things that interest fans. Um, and you want to feed into that. You know, you want to give them that. Yeah. So just be on the lookout for that. And like I said, well, like we said, invest in yourself, not just with money, but with time. These time, things, yeah. these things are work, man. You know, doing these these social media accounts, it's a lot of work. You can't really neglect them, especially the youth. That's what they're on right now. Yeah, for sure. They're on that 24-7, so you got to be on top of that. I think Facebook is really good because you can reach a, a multitude of audiences. I don't think the youth is on top of that so much. Right. You can also do ads and do some sort of sponsoring work on Twitter and and, and uh, Instagram as well. Yeah, for sure. So it's, and, it's and, worth considering. Yeah, yeah. And we would know. I mean, e even in the podcast world, um, there's that goes hand in hand. You know, we in order for to get folks to to navigate to your to your podcast and to know that you exist, you have to live on social media. You have to tweet. You have to get on Instagram. You have to have a Facebook presence. You know, those are all things for us. We're a young podcast and we're kind of a work in progress. Um, so we're building towards that, but we are artists at heart and, and as part of who we are coming into this game together. So we have an understanding of, of, of that world and what's, and what's required. I think we were talking earlier, podcasting has started to kind of become a good venue for artists to get exploited, you know, finding a good podcast to get an interview with and get your music heard. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I think part of your brand is getting yourself out there. Obviously, if you have social media there's no interaction there you know yeah they get to see you but the best part about podcasting is that it gives you an opportunity to tell your story right. you know to to let people know who you are what are you up to it's and it's a place where people are listening to podcasts all over it's such a mobile thing right. people are listening to it everywhere right. You know, there was a time when if you wanted to listen to somebody's interview, you had to go on television and they had to get booked and all that. But if you're an independent artist, there's like a gazillion podcasts out there. And, you know, 
go reach out to them. And trust me, there there are podcasters who are looking for that, looking for content, looking to interview and find new music and new folks. So yeah, it's out there. There's and there's a lot of podcasts for different types of music and, and you know, so as an artist, you gotta know which where you wanna go. Right. What's your lane, right? You know, and you know, if you if you are someone who wants to be interviewed and you wanna hang out with us, let us know. Yeah, give we, us a buzz. Yeah, reach out to us. We would love to talk to you, and and, and the world would want to listen to you. And we'll, we'll make you feel comfortable. We promise. We'll make you feel comfortable. We'll prep you. Yes, sir. Well, that concludes another episode of Musically Speaking, the podcast. Be sure to check us out at www.musicallyspeakingpodcast.com for all of your uh, information on show notes, past episodes. Yeah, and don't forget, review, subscribe, and share. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Musically Speaking with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro. Be sure to visit musicallyspeakingpodcast.com for show notes, past episodes, 